You're listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to episode number six of the Savvy Social Podcast. Today's guest is Jessica Freeman of JessCreatives.com, and I'm so excited to talk to her all about YouTube. But first, a little bit about Jessica. So Jessica Freeman is the owner of Jess Creatives and is an award-winning graphic and web designer. Jess Creatives exists to help service-based business owners save time, stress less, and shine online with a professional, consistent visual presence that increases their brand value and streamlines aspects of their business so they can experience more freedom and fulfillment. So in today's episode, I'm so excited because we're going to talk all about how to get started on YouTube what Jess did to get her first client from YouTube, and how you can use YouTube to build the right exposure for your business. Let's dive in. Hey Jess, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited about this. Yeah, I'm so excited you're here because I love YouTube. And I know some of my listeners know this already, but I got my start, so to speak, making YouTube videos back in 2007. I thought it was so cool vlogging about my life and about nothing really. Uh, But now YouTube is a great tool for business and for getting out there. So um, let's start from the beginning. Like, How did you get started on YouTube? Yeah, so I've been doing YouTube for two or three years, um, and I am someone who does not like being in front of people. I had never done anything video. I don't even think I'd really even done a Facebook Live before I started YouTube, and it was funny because my husband, before I really decided, my husband a few months prior had been like, you should really, like, maybe you should do video, like YouTube or something, and I was like, uh, Uh, No, not me. (laughs) Not me. Um, But then, you know, more and more people started kind of talking about YouTube. It was like the, at least in the circles I was in, not a lot of people had talked about YouTube or were even using YouTube yet. It was, for me, like the beginning conversations about entrepreneurs on YouTube. And I was like, you know what, maybe I should try this. Maybe this will help my business, help me stand out in my industry get more clients, you know, that kind of thing. So I was like, okay. My husband came home one day and I said, I'm going to start a YouTube channel. And he was <laughs> like, you, you, you're going to start a YouTube channel. Okay. Um, and literally two weeks later, I put, posted my first YouTube video and I mean, they are incredibly awkward. They're very short. They're like one minute videos. Yeah. I was going to uh, ask you that. Like, what was the first video like? Yeah. For, I think my first one was like what, Squarespace versus WordPress or mm-hmm. something. It was very basic, but I um, did literally for about the first three or four months did one minute videos. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually in that first three months, um, right at the end of that three months, that I got my first client as a direct result of YouTube. And I was like, all right, I'm sold. I love that. I love it. 
awesome. Yeah. Okay, let's rewind for a second. So mm-hmm. you talked about these first videos being like one minute long. How often did you post the videos? I was doing just once a week mm-hmm. and it was just a one minute video like, you know, Squarespace versus WordPress, um, coming up with a color palette. Here's a little MailChimp tutorial, mm-hmm. um, anything like that. And yeah, they were one minute. That very first video took me over an hour to record. Wow. Yeah. It was, it was really bad. Um, <laughs> because, and part of why it took so long is A, I was super nervous. No one in the room, just mm-hmm. me, but super nervous. Um, but also I was trying to memorize this like mm-hmm. paragraph. Mm-hmm. I was trying to do it in like one take. That was, it was rough. I don't do it that way anymore. But yeah, once a week, one minute videos. Mm -hmm. And how did you decide like what topics to talk about in the videos? I just stuck to, so I'm a graphic and web designer and that's what I've always done. And I'd already been blogging for two or three years at that point. So I was just like, okay, let's look at what kind of questions people are asking me. What are things that are like quick tips that I can help people with in regards to design or their website or anything like that? Um, And then I also, I looked at like some of my most popular blog posts and like, not that I can condense an entire blog post into one minute, but I was like, okay, so I could pull out this bullet point and that could be a video Mm -hmm. um, because it makes sense on its own, like Squarespace versus WordPress or Mm -hmm this little tutorial. So it was really just content that was helping show people that, hey, I'm a designer, I know what I'm talking about, and here's some things that could help you as a business owner in your own business, with your own website, social media graphics, and that kind of thing. Awesome. Yeah, I love that. And that's advice that I give to my students all the time, too, is that if you're stuck for a topic, look back at what's worked before. So I love that you did that. Um, Were you blogging before making videos? Yeah, so I've been blogging about two or three years, once a week, um, and kind of similar content, like, hey, here's how to use Squarespace and MailChimp, and um, this is why this logo is awesome. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Like, you know, case studies on, you know, clients I'd worked with and stuff like that. So um, just kind of, and now my content strategy, so to speak, is usually the blog, because I still blog and do video. Mm -hmm. Um, My blogs are usually the why or the what, and my YouTube videos are the how. Mm -hmm. I love that. It doesn't always fall that way, but um, something, it's usually because I always embed my videos into a blog post, Mm -hmm. so I make sure they're related. So if there's like three bullet points, my video might go under bullet point number two, and it's like, oh, I said to do X, Y, Z, here's an example of how you could do that, and then the video shows them how or talks about, you know, expands on that bullet point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good way to like incorporate your content really so that it's not mm-hmm. standalone It it all is integrated. Mm-hmm. I love that. And, and it's not duplicate content. Mm-hmm. I did yeah. consider that at one point. I was like, well, I wonder if I could just have, you know, because sometimes you do go to blog posts and it's like, here's this huge rundown of how to do X, Y, Z, or you could watch the video tutorial. Mm-hmm. But I decided I didn't really want to do that because... It was kind of, I felt like would be maybe a waste of time. 
where I could have, you know, content that as a blog, it is helpful. So if you hate watching videos, you can just read the blog and still learn something. Mm -hmm. And then if you want to take it a step further, you can watch the video as well. Um, Both pieces of content make sense on their own, or you can like go to the next level, so to speak, and read it and watch it, you know? Yeah, yeah, I definitely know that because I sometimes I prefer just to read through blog mm-hmm. posts, but sometimes I'm like, no, I need a video that shows me exactly how to do this, especially yeah. with Photoshop. Like, I'm not a Photoshop mm-hmm. pro; I can yeah. mess around, but I really <laughs> need someone to like be on video and tell me exactly what to do. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So you mentioned that you had a client that you got from YouTube, which is so awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about how that happened? Like. Did you have a call to action? Did they email you? What was that process like? Yeah, so I actually started um, talking with this woman in a Facebook group. Mm. Um, it was on a comment thread, and then we start went over to direct message, and we were talking and talking. I mean, like tons of questions back and forth about my her website and what I could do and platforms and whatever. And she was just kind of like, eh, like I don't know, I, I just. I don't know, like I've never had, she'd already, like she DIY'd her website mm. up until up until that point. Um, and it was just very like, I, I don't know. And so I was like, okay, and I'm not a very salesy, pushy person. And so I remember we started talking about platforms eventually. And this was like well into the conversation. I was like, well, hey, like, here's a video about Squarespace versus WordPress. <laughs> and <laughs> she was like, oh, okay. So then I think it was like the next day she decided to hire me. Fast forward, we finished the project. And in the questionnaire, she, I asked like, why did you choose me specifically? Um, was it something you said, or I said something you saw, you know, whatever. And she said, you sent that video to me and I saw you on video and that just sold it. Like, I saw you, I saw how personable you were, which kind of made me laugh because I was so awkward in those videos. (laughs) I was like, I'm not sure how you got personable out of that. Like, I mean, I'm not like frowning at the camera, but I'm also not like bubbly on camera. So, Mm -hmm. um, and she was just like, and that built so much trust. Like I was just felt so connected to you. Um, so that was, that was really cool. Um, but I've also, that, I mean, that was the first one. So that was really one-on-one conversation, but I've had probably a dozen or so clients as when they fill out like my inquiry form, I ask, where did you find me? And they've said YouTube, like I saw this YouTube video and you know, I think I just want you to do my website (laughs) or my logo or, you know, whatever it is. And so that's really cool. And in my videos, I don't have in none of my videos, I have over like 200. I've never said, Hey, if you need a designer, hire me or like, Hey, go hire, you know, like if you need a website, whatever, I I don't have any call to action of like, hire me, let's set up a call or like anything like that. My calls to action are like, hit like, subscribe, leave a comment, you know, like YouTube calls to action. Um, but you know, my website's linked onto my channel and Sometimes in the description, I'll link like a blog post or something that's relevant to what I'm talking about. So 
the links are there and people if <laughs> they if they need the help they find them and reach out i love that because you're really just providing value you're yeah. you're really just showcasing your expertise too so people know oh yeah Jess, she definitely knows what she's talking about. She's got over 200 YouTube videos that <laughs> clearly showcase that. Like, okay, I think she knows what she's talking about. Yeah, yeah. And so I think a lot of businesses can can use that as inspiration to start their own sort of educational platform, mm -hmm. whether it be YouTube or blogging or podcasting. It really mm -hmm. just gives you that level of expertise that helps your clients trust you because a lot of us are digital. We're working digitally. Yeah. We don't have office space. We're working from home. We don't have people looking us in the eyeballs to, you know, give us money. So right. <laughs> having that, that personal aspect really helps. Yeah, it does. It really, really does. Um, and it's just amazing how much a video can help you connect with someone. Mm -hmm. um, and I think about that all the time when I'm watching other YouTubers, mm -hmm. um, even like, you know, the mega stars. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I feel like I could, I don't know, not like walk up and hug you, but just mm -hmm. like, I feel like if I saw you, I'd be like, oh, hey, like, yeah. take a picture with me. But <laughs> yeah, but it's just, it's amazing how much just hearing someone's voice and or seeing them on camera can build that connection. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And, it, and And it's so personal too. Like, um, I used to watch Jenna Marbles like yes. a ton back in the mm -hmm. day. And I went to um, the, um, sorry, YouTube VidCon, sorry, VidCon in Anaheim. Mm -hmm. And I met her and she sounds exactly like she sounds, <laughs> in, like she even does the little voices and everything. And I was like, I feel like I know this person. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's crazy how much you're like, why didn't they talk about this soon? You know, like if they're moving or they get married and you're like, wait, you that happened like a month ago why didn't you say something sooner on youtube or like you know it's just crazy how much it builds that connection with people that we don't even know exactly yeah it's like you know welcome to 2018 this is how mm -hmm. we connect with people now yep all right so let's switch gears a little bit if there is a business owner out there an entrepreneur small business owner someone who wants to start out on youtube what's some advice that you'd get give them so that they can get started so the first thing, the question I get the most is always about equipment. And I say, do not even worry about it. That's the first, do not let equipment hold you back. Mm -hmm. Just start with your iPhone or smartphone, whatever you have. Um, because YouTube, being successful on YouTube is a lot more about telling stories and connecting with people than it is high production value. Mm -hmm. and yes, you'll see like the mega stars have really nice videos and they have all this B-roll footage and drone footage and you're like, oh my gosh, like I have to have these fancy videos. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't have to. A lot of the, you know, big gurus like Casey Neistat, Peter McKinnon and Jenna Marbles, like they aren't doing business mm -hmm. talk. I mean, sometimes Casey does, but even then, like it's not that much. Um so it's really about providing that value and telling a story that helps people relate to you and be like, yes, I understand. Like I struggle with that too, or, oh my gosh, this is just what I needed. Um, that matters way more than, you know, oh my gosh, I only shot this on an iPhone and it's not 4k. Like It doesn't matter. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, sometimes we get caught up in the little details and it stops us before we even start. <laughs> 
yeah yeah so I mean yes I don't shoot it on shoot on an iPhone anymore like I've upgraded over the over the last few years but that's been totally out of my own selfish desire to have a nicer looking video nothing to do with like people aren't watching my videos or Mm -hmm. engaging like they don't care like Mm -hmm. as long as you are not sitting in the dark corner and you know only the laptop is lighting your face Mm -hmm. (laughs) and people are like okay this is kind of creepy like (laughs) i'm talking about business in the dark yeah that would be a different kind of video okay that's kind of creepy um (laughs) but like if you're just sitting at your desk or you use zoom or whatever quick time on your computer you use your smartphone that's fine um Mm -hmm. but always think about how you can provide value and connect with your audience Mm -hmm. and part of that connection is telling part of your story and that doesn't mean that you have to have an entire video that you're like here is my business story and my life story Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you have to do that it doesn't mean in every video you have to be like telling your again you don't have to rehash your story and everything in every video but telling some kind of you know hey I went to this conference and I learned this or I've really been struggling with my morning routine and I finally found something that works and Mm -hmm. you know like just saying a little a little bit that will help connect you to them so they are like yes me too Mm -hmm. like I want to keep watching because doing a ton of tutorials uh, which I have done it's great you're providing value but why are people going to subscribe what like what's going to make them subscribe um it's going to be that they want to like learn more from you yes but also they just love your personality or love your story and they relate to you um because if it's just a lot of educational things like how to xyz on squarespace and wordpress a lot of those people are they're just looking for that one tutorial Mm -hmm. you know they're like I really just need to figure this thing out on Squarespace <laughs> mm-hmm. or whatever it is that you're teaching. If it's Depsado or MailChimp, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, that's great. But a lot of those people are going to be like, cool. Thanks, Jess. Learned a lot. But, you know, they're not going to subscribe unless you give them a reason that like pulls them in. Yes. I love that. That's so important too for all social media is you've got to make that connection with them. Mm -hmm. Otherwise they can get what they want to get from your content, your blog posts, your social media posts, your YouTube video. They could get what they want to get and then just dip and leave. Really the only reason they're hanging around is because they like you. They found some connection with you. They found value in what you offer so much. So that they want to keep seeing more, um, which is a very valuable thing to point out. I'm so glad you said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your filming process. I know you talked about, you know, that very first video, you had this paragraph, you're trying to memorize it and that didn't work for you. So what does work for you when you're filming a video? Yes. So um, my filming process, I, so first I have like a Google spreadsheet of my calendar of topics and what's going to be when. So I just pull that up. I'm like, okay, like I need to film. What are the next few videos I need to shoot? And then I just kind of, I mean, sometimes I don't write anything down. Sometimes I just grab a post-it and I'm like three bullet points. Okay. One, two, three. These are things I need to remember. Um, If it's something really technical, I'll like obviously include like it's this name (laughs) of of the button or the website, you know? Um, So anything like that. 
when I first started, like I said earlier, I would try to memorize it and do it in one take, which I don't know why I tried to do that because I'm like, I'm not an actor. I can't memorize things. Um, and then from there I moved to, I still wrote it out. I didn't memorize it, but I just tried to halfway memorize it. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Um, and tried to like, okay, these are the points I need to talk about. And that still took a long time. And honestly, it, part of it was just getting more comfortable on camera. Um, but also when I stopped doing it, trying to do it in one take, that mm -hmm. also got a lot easier. Mm -hmm. It does require more editing, mm -hmm. but basically when I'm recording, I'll be like, hey, today I'm going to show you how to do XYZ on Squarespace. And then like, I'll pause and then I'll say like, maybe I adjust the camera or maybe I don't, you know, <laughs> it just depends. And then I'll say, okay, so step one, one, two, three, blah, 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 blah. pause. Okay, so for step two, we're going to, and so that's how I shoot the entire video is mm -hmm. just in these pauses. Um, and like I said, it takes a little bit more editing, but basically all you have to do is when you pull in your video, look for the blank spaces where there's no audio mm -hmm. and you just cut those out. I don't stop the camera between each take. I just have to edit out all the blank space. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so not trying to memorize things um, and just doing things in multiple kind of cuts. I guess is how you describe it. That really helped. And honestly, when you stick to the things that you really know about, it's super easy to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not, I don't have a script in front of me right now talking to you. <laughs> um, so, and I, I'm just talking off the cuff about what I do and how I do it. So when you stick to the topics, you know, that's, and that sounds obvious, but sometimes I know business owners were like, Ooh, like I could talk about this. And then it's like, oh, I have a really hard time. Like I'm fumbling over my words and whatever. And I've learned like and when, I, when that's happening, it's something that like, yes, I know about it, but it, maybe it's not my zone of expertise. Mm -hmm. And then so I need to like maybe scrap that idea or, <laughs> or, or adjust it, tweak it. So where, okay, like can I somehow change this a little bit so it is more in my zone of expertise? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So important to talk yeah. about what you know, because then it flows. It makes it, and it so helps. much easier. Yeah. So much easier. I mean, like I just recorded a video yesterday and I did it in like under 10 minutes flat. <laughs> nice. So like, and I mean, yes, it is a shorter video. Like I think it'll be probably a three to four minute video. Um, so it's not super long, but it was super easy because I just was talking about design. It's something I know I didn't have to memorize anything. I didn't have to like, and it wasn't a tutorial. So I didn't have to like record my screen and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, stick to what, you know, do it in multiple kind of cuts, take a break between and then just piece it together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes so much sense. So you have over 200 videos now. Um, yes. And I think you have over 2000 subscribers. Yes. Okay, mm -hmm. good. I got those numbers, right? <laughs> um, so how did you get there? Like what, how did you grow your YouTube account? So you're posting these videos once a week, you've gotten a client, but how do you get more exposure on YouTube? Yeah. So a few things. Um, the first is optimizing your videos, using those keywords. Um, I sometimes see new, new YouTubers who are like MailChimp tutorial. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, you need to get more specific. Like, 
how to, you know, set up MailChimp automation, something like mm -hmm. that. Um, so using the keywords in the title and the description and in the tags, um, that first of all is going to help you get that reach mm -hmm. in terms of the search algorithm on YouTube and Google. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is sharing it. And, and resharing it and resharing it. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, like I have always, um, like I kind of have a content bank. I mean, I have like 300 blog posts and 200 some videos. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I can cycle through them pretty easily without it seeming too redundant. Um, but when a video goes up, I share it right away. I mm -hmm. share it, you know, on the platforms I'm active on, mm -hmm. but also there are under each YouTube video, there's a share button and it pops up and it's like, okay, do you want to like share this to a contact, which is kind of a new thing, or do you want to share it to a social media profile? Mm -hmm. So I will share it to like stumble upon, which I'm not active quote unquote on, but I have an account mm -hmm. and to like dig and Google plus places that I'm not active. Mm -hmm. Um, honestly, I don't even know if those profiles have followers at all. Mm -hmm. Um, but part of the sharing is a, you know, when we share to the active profiles, then those followers see it, obviously mm -hmm. the, you know, other kind of, I don't want to say fake cause they're not fake, but just empty profiles. YouTube sees those shares as engagement ah, and that just like any other social media platform engagement helps your content be seen more. So even though YouTube doesn't know that like my stumble upon profile has zero followers probably, <laughs> or that like no one's looking and clicking on it on Google plus, they don't know that they, I mean, the analytics would tell them like, Oh, Hey, like people are watching it, but that act of sharing boosts your engagement. Mm -hmm. um, and then, like I mentioned earlier, I put it into a blog post and then I, do I, I also like usually two days later send out an email newsletter every week to my list you know like hey this is what we're talking about this week and I link to my YouTube video so just I mean it's simple but sharing it on social media and then like I have my YouTube videos auto added to a Google spreadsheet so then I have like the YouTube title and the link and I can go grab that and like okay so I'm going to schedule this to go out like three weeks from now, mm -hmm. three months from now, six months from now, you know, whatever, um, so that it keeps being seen. I know a lot of people, they will post a YouTube video and they're like, hey, like, here's this video, you know, go watch. And then they never share it again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like it just doesn't go anywhere. It just sits on YouTube. Um, so, you know, optimizing, sharing it, resharing it, um, and one other really kind of quick tip that is super helpful. So you can, um, grab the, you can kind of customize your link. I don't know if customize is the right word, but so you have, you know, your YouTube link to your mm -hmm. channel mm -hmm. and on the end, you can add some text that makes it basically when you, when you send that link, it has a little pop-up. So if like I send you this link with the extra text on the end, which honestly, I don't know off the top of my head, but if you Google um, YouTube subscription link, yeah. it'll pop up. It's like question mark, sub confirmation, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I'll and add it into the uh, the show notes of the yes. podcast. Yeah. So I actually have a YouTube tutorial on how to do that. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to link directly to that YouTube that tutorial. Good. Yes. Um, so I just don't know the, all the jumbo jumbled text about it. But um, so what I, what I did is bought the domain justcreatives.video and redirected it to that YouTube pop-up link. Mm -hmm. So when people click on just creatives that video, it takes them to my channel homepage and then a pop-up says, Hey, do you want to subscribe? And it's a really tiny pop-up, mm -hmm. but it's a really easy way. So I have like a reoccurring tweet and Facebook posts that's mm -hmm. like, Hey, are you following me on YouTube? Like I post weekly videos, blah, blah, blah. And it has just creatives that video. Mm -hmm. Hopefully when people click on that, they also click subscribe. So that's, super easy like yes it's great to just like hey i have a youtube channel are you subscribed but if you don't have that pop-up you know it's kind of like you have not not that you have to make them work to go subscribe but it's you know it's a little more prompting yeah any way to make it easier is good mm -hmm. yeah. a, like a, a stronger call to action like mm -hmm. you sure you want to subscribe <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, and, and the consistency is another key thing. Just like mm -hmm. I'm sure you know any other social media platform, consistency is key for growing. Yes. So yes. all those exactly. combined eventually helped me get over two thousand subscribers. So I love that. How yeah. um so when did you start your YouTube channel? It was, I believe, May twenty sixteen. So okay. just over two years. I think it was twenty sixteen. Um yeah, so just over two years. I love that because I think um, it gives a really good example of what consistent growth looks like. Mm -hmm. um, one of the challenges that a lot of new businesses run into is they, you know, start their YouTube channel or whatever it is, and they say, I want 10,000 subscribers tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes that's just not the way it works out. Like, yeah. yes, there's these rare unicorns where that happens, yeah. but most yeah. often it's, you know, building consistently over time. You you just started in May 2016. That's not that long mm -hmm. ago. And right. you're already past 2000. You're getting clients from it, which is really the, the whole, the, purpose. The whole the purpose. Yeah. The goal yeah. is how you can keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think those are more important metrics than, you know, 10,000 subscribers, which honestly it's great, but yeah, that's not but, the end goal. Yeah. And it's, and it's really not because I mean, there are, like, I don't pay attention, like, yes, I pay attention to the subscriber number, just because we all do, but I'm more concerned about views, and then people contacting me. I have no idea, honestly, if the people who have hired me from YouTube, if they're actually subscribed to me or not. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. um, I've never, I never asked them for anything, um, but yeah, it's more about views and then are people, you know, buying your products or hiring you? Like, cause that's the whole point. Like I'm not on YouTube to be a YouTube star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, sure. Like if people, you know, if I want to get a million people and have all this like ad revenue, sure. Why not? But my goal is to help grow my business and educate my audience. Mm -hmm. So I, I think we have, we have to remember that as our goal as business owners, like why are we, do we're doing this to help support our business, mm -hmm. not to become a YouTube star. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two very different goals, very mm-hmm. different strategies. <laughs> yes. Very different strategies. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, before we wrap up, um, can you tell us a little bit about your YouTube? Um, I believe it's an educational product. Yes. So I have a freebie that has 30, 30. So basically a month, unless you're in a month of 31 days, but whatever. Thirty <laughs> Video ideas for business owners. So it's kind of a templated guide for, hey, like you can just plug in what you talk about and create these videos. So that will help you jumpstart your channel. And then it also has some extra pages with tips on setting up your channel, the little details to pay attention to in your setup, um, just so it looks nice and everything's running like it should. Um, And that's totally free. It's on my website. So really great just kind of like jumpstart guides for business owners. I love that. I'm definitely going to grab it myself so that I can get more ideas to create YouTube videos. Um, I actually need to get back in it. I yes. usually, I, I'm more, YouTube friends. I know YouTube friends. I usually do a lot of live video on Facebook. So mm-hmm. lately I've been taking those and putting them on YouTube. So it's kind of a little bit of a throwaway because it's not really as engaging so I really should make like YouTube exclusive content so you can go live on YouTube yes yes I need to do that so and it's super super it's it used to be really complicated for some reason and Mm -hmm. just in the last three or four months they updated it and now it's just as easy as it is to go live on Facebook yeah, which makes sense because they don't want the competition. Right. I'm like, okay, thank you for finally up. You used to have to like use OBS and oh. like it was so complicated and awful. And <laughs> now it's just like go live. Okay. Title and start. <laughs> like it's so easy. I'm like, okay, thank you for finally doing this. So um, yeah. Yeah, it's really, you can totally do that as well. Okay, you heard it, folks. I'm definitely going to do that coming up soon. Uh, But make sure you download Jess's free 30-day YouTube content freebie. Um, I'll have the link in the show notes of this podcast and uh, also links to everything else we talked about, the YouTube video for how to instantly get people to subscribe to your channel and so much more. Thanks, Jess, for being on the show. It was lovely chatting with you. Yes, thank you again for having me. Huge thanks to Jess from Jess Creatives for talking with us today in the podcast. Now, if you loved the podcast, make sure you're subscribed, whether it's on iTunes or wherever you are listening to this. I'd love for you to subscribe and write a review for what you think of our episodes. And if you want to connect with me further, the best place to do that is inside of the Facebook group. That's Savvy Social Crew. So you can search that on Facebook or type in Savvy Social Crew.com and I'll see you there. Bye for now.